Hey, welcome back to Cute Up Esports, your place for video games. What? <laughs> yeah. We were doing that. Welcome I... to Cute Up Esports, your place for video games. I panicked. We're letting that rock. I panicked. We're letting it rock. We're letting it rock. It happens. All right. All right. So what? What are we? Hold on. But let's explain to the people what we're actually. Yo, right? we're pretty. Esports news. Esports e news, news happenings, fun stuff. If yeah. it's competitive gaming, we're probably talking about it at some point. Typically, fighting games, realistically. T yeah. yeah. All right. You win this round. That's fair. <laughs> uh, we're on episode fifteen. We're talking about the Smash World Tour. Uh, the announcement that was made, whenever long ago, past like this four days ago or something. It's yeah. like really recent. Yeah, really recent. Heck. We're we're still we're kind of striking the iron while it's hot on this one. Uh, I'm Monk HB. I'm Freddie Bones. Freddie Bones. I'm Deanthrax. Deanthrax. Okay, we're talking about Smash World Tour. What? What is this? What is it? Fucking great! <laughs> it's the best thing that ever happened to Smash Brothers. All right, so the documentary. Yeah, no, this this actually is probably like the the second boom of like Smash Bros. Um, I think it might be, yeah. Cause like uh, the first one was the Smash documentary that that like got more eyes on Melee, and uh, now this is like a uh, essentially it's Capcom Cup but for Smash Brothers Ultimate and Melee, and that's really fucking exciting. It seems stupid that we don't already have this, but we didn't already have this, so this is amazing. So to uh, to give like a little background into why we don't have it. Uh, for those of you that are under a rock, uh, Nintendo uh, is not very pro esports, um, and it's not necessarily that I don't think they're pro esports, even though I just said they're not pro esports. But they don't put a uh, emphasis or value onto the competitive gaming community. So they're not like Capcom, where they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll shell out like a shit ton of money, run this circuit, and then have a big tournament where you know the the best of the best play." It you know, play for, you know, $50,000 or whatever. That just doesn't happen because Nintendo's Dude, not it's like back a quarter million or something or half a million in Capcom. It's like a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah, like a shit ton of money. 50, 50K, come on. Gotta give more credit than that. Whatever, man. I, I just grabbed a number. All right. Um. So, yeah, what the Smash World Tour is, is, like I said, Capcom Cup. It's a circuit where, you know, uh, different tournaments are bought in they're weighed at you know different various levels um and then there's the uh finals which is like the top 32 players of the smash world tour total and uh there's a prize the the quote-unquote prize pool is uh two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and that's Jesus. split 50 50 between melee and ultimate so you're gonna have your top 32 melee top 32 ultimate and the prize pool is gonna be split uh uh, 125,000 for both of those games. There's a very good chance that'll go up too because there's supposed to be a compendium uh, and shop coming up on Smash G for yes. that. Oh, yes. so it's going to be like uh, the international where you can buy you can... things into the prize pool. Yeah, yeah. To so, add to it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll back a little bit to uh, what what episode was this? What fucking episode was this? Uh, Fuck, I know. Fucking episode five. We're rolling back to episode five where I talked about Matcharino. Hmm. Ah, okay. 
Yeah, like we're we're Good doing times. yeah we're doing crowdfunding essentially. You know, buy buy this gear, contribute to the prize pool, get swag. There's probably going to be some amount of like people just donating money into it. So I feel like none of that like 125,000 per game is still like that's more huge. than we've seen before. Yeah. That is so, that's like, the yeah. most any Smash game has ever had. So compendium or not, it's still the biggest prize pot ever in Smash history. Yeah. Um for for comparison, uh Big House 9 had, you know, like 900 entrants and the prize pool was like $9,000. Like Jeez. Didn't Genesis break a thousand? Um, like Genesis also had a ridiculous like tournament entry. Like so many people joined, and it was like eh, a few grand. Yeah, exactly. But like one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars <laughs> for melee or ultimate, whatever, whatever your flavor of Smash game is, that is incredible. Um. So Felipe, do you want to kind of like give the rundown on how it like? how the system is going to work? Sure. Um, so there are 25 events throughout the year. Um, some of them are just for Melee. Some of them are just for Ultimate. In fact, I have numbers for this. There's five just for Melee, five just for Ultimate, 13 of them that are going to be for both. Um, and those are going to be split between um, Platinum events and Gold events. They're gonna, so they're weighted a little bit differently. Um, the Platinum events um, are well, just based on the fucking way it's called it's worth more as far as point values go right um and gold and same for gold events there's also silver events that are part of those 25 um silver events are going to be events that um anybody can just like as, as long as you meet the qualifications as long as you play by the rules and you have the minimum amount of entries um you can you can opt in to make your event um a silver event and people can still get points towards it um which is so, which is like, like your small your yeah, your regional can can be part of it if you want. Yeah, which is like super cool because like there's probably a bunch of people that are like, oh man, like I don't want to like even bother with this because I'm I'm gonna go to pound six or seven or whatever pound we're at now, and you know, like I'm gonna like place a hundredth and not get any points and that sucks. But like with these silver things, you can be like, oh yeah, I'm still like accruing points at my local event. Maybe yeah. maybe now I'll actually want to go out to a bigger event because now I have a better shot. So your platinum your platinum events uh, first place gets eight hundred points and it obviously goes down up to top ninety ninety seven. Um, that's one point for ninety seventh place. Um, gold is four hundred um, points payout to or payout points are rewarded up to top thirty three. Um, it's four hundred for first um, on gold events, so half as many points as platinum events. Um, and your silvers are divided into how many entrants on there. So, like, you can have a silver event that's over 128 people, and that silver event is still worth 100 points for first place, which is actually a shitload. Um, or you can have, like, a small, like, a 32-man event, uh, and you'll still get some scraps, but you'll get something, which is actually legit, um, which I'm surprised they're going out of their way for, uh, something as small as a 32-man. Uh, I, I, when, I when I first saw it, I thought it was going to be, like, you know, 128 events, and that, and like, up, but I guess it, yeah. not. So that's fucking great. Cause it means it means more people playing Smash. Well. Right. Also, if you um, if you get your random bi-weekly into this thing, like you're like, yeah, we usually average around like 
you know, 30 people, stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, approved, whatever. Like you, you, you're at a silver league event and people see that more people in your area are going to be like, Oh, there's like a smash world tour, like viable tournament here. I'm going to go to that. And then it's not just yeah. people in, like, your local region. It's, like, people from, like, the next region over Surrounding coming in. Surrounding area. Right. Yeah. yeah, so, like, what a normally is, like, your 30-person event suddenly booms into, like, a 50-, 60-person event. That's actually exactly what happened. Um, so along the lines of that was the Tekken World Tour. Um, and you could uh, you could submit your event on Smash GG to be a dojo event. Um, mm-hmm. And if it was a dojo event, you got points towards um, towards the TWT, depending on how many people showed up. Um, and so, uh, living in upstate New York, we had um, the Syracuse, the King of the Iron Fist tournament. And what ended up happening was it got so much traction that everyone was like, oh shit, Like we gotta come out to this. Um, oh shoot, it's a dojo event. More people came out. So what, what normally would have been like a 30-person event was like a 70-person event, and it was great. Sick. Yeah, we got everyone from like Buffalo, Rochester, and like a little like some downstate people, right from New York City. Like it was great. People were just ready to come out and get those get those points. Yeah, and it's um, unlike the localization and you know p- building player bases up, like it's good because more like a lot of these people in like Buffalo, they're probably not traveling down to New York City for tournaments that often. Like if they're just like hanging out at this local event. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't do that to a local. You do it maybe to a regional. You got to make sure your, you know, your Syracuse people or your Buffalo people are better than those goddamn fucking New York people. But right. You know, oh yeah. So that's like, the only time you're gonna fucking commit. Yeah. So like now instead of having like Syracuse and Rochester and Buffalo and New York as like all these isolated regions, you have like one unified region where people are like, I'm serious about this game, so I'm gonna go to. Rochester, I'm going to go to Buffalo, I'm going to go to New York, I'm going to go to all these events here, and then I'm yep. going to get, like, a better experience because I'm playing against more people. Everybody wins. I fucking love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, another thing, uh, so you're, you can't just, like, go out to, like, every event. Like, you can't just be like, I'm taking the year off of work, and I'm driving to every event, and, like... You you it's place true, yeah. like 26th in like every event, but you have like a million points, so it's like I I qualified. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So what it doesn't what, work that way? Yeah. What it is is uh your top three platinum results, your top three gold results, and your top six silver results. Those are the ones that are counted. See, if you go to everything, we love it. We appreciate it. You're helping. The, you're helping the community. But uh, picking your top three, homie. Yeah. Um. Which you know. That's, I, I wouldn't That's have reasonable. it any other way. <laughs> like, yeah, it prevents people from just grinding it out and making it anyway. Yeah, because then it becomes like the situation of like I said, where it's like I just took a year off work and just played melee and ultimate at every single event, and here I am. Right. Another thing I really like is that they're sticking to the name very well, Smash World Tour. Um, there's a, a good amount of countries that's going to participate. It's not just the U.S. Yeah, no, we got events in, like, all across Europe and Japan and... Uh, France, U.K., yeah. Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, um, and the U.S. And then there's, like, a, a Europe, just TBA, uh, TBA. So, like, 
we don't we don't know where the last event in Europe is going to be yet, but like there's at least two in France and one in the UK. I don't Europe. know. I don't know how big the, like the Australian Smash community is. And great, Bam, it, Bam just just happened. I think. Um, yeah. Or is it gonna happen still? No, I think I think actually it is Bam. I think it is, it is in fact Bam. Um, that's going to be the uh, the Australia event. Right, but like you got to imagine that the Australian public really appreciates this, where it's like finally, like. We have it is bam. Yeah, we have we have value added to our region. Yeah, Battle Arena Belmore. Um, so Bam Twelve is the uh, official Australia event, which is awesome because I remember watching Bam Seven, um, where Mango and uh, Leffen flew down there, and it was one of the fucking my one of my favorite Mango Leffen. So like, fucking let's go, man! Australia, they'll they'll bring good people there. All right, so we uh, we kind of covered how it worked. Um, let's uh, let's go over like rule sets. Um, big stuff is there's no wobbling and there is a ledge ledge grab limit. So like I didn't oh, see that. What? All right. Yeah. All right. I'll um, D'Angelo. So in brawl, uh, there you you know Meta Knight. You you know this yep. guy, right? Um, yeah. You know he was a complete menace, right? Yeah, that character was ridiculous. So, um, one of uh, one of like you know East Coast, uh, East Coast. I think it's you know I think he's in Maryland. Uh, Plank. <clears throat> he uh, he devised a strategy to help him win more with Meta Knight, and what it would be is you know get a stock lead, and then go to the edge, and you would abuse the uh, the invincibility and high priority you know, hitboxes of Meta Knight's moveset to, like, essentially remain invincible on the ledge. And if your opponent, like, tried to, like, they're like, okay, he's gonna grab the ledge now, and then, like, try to snipe the ledge from you and stuff like that, Meta Knight was just, like, too fast and had too many good moves. So what would end up happening is you'd just kill your opponent, and now you're further ahead. Um, And then, you know, the, the matches last eight minutes, and you run out the clock and you win. Amazing. So in Brawl... No, it's not. It's terrible. <laughs> so in Brawl, they uh, they imposed a, a ledge grab limit where it said, you know, if at the end of the game uh, you have 50 or more, you know, ledge grabs, if t- if the game timed out, you lose that match. <laughs> in this, uh, they did say it's going to be 60. So, like, at any time after the match uh, on in a, um, in a timeout... Uh, any player can choose to look at the result screen and look at how many cliffhangers are in the game. And mm-hmm. if uh, somebody has more than 60 cliffhangers, that's how often you hit the uh, grab the ledge. Um, if it's 60 or more, uh, they lose. Now, if the player just goes past that screen before, uh, sorry, and, and, and doesn't actually look, then they forfeit their ability to check yeah. for that. So, like, it's not like everybody has to always check for that. You can just not if you wanted to. Yeah. But, like, if you're if you're feeling like we're going to a timeout and this son of a bitch is on the edge a lot. Yeah. You can just at any, you know, at the end of it, you can just fucking go for it and see if you get it, mm-hmm. which is, which is controversial in some cases and not in others. So like it prevents hungry box from planking. Okay, great. Uh, but he hasn't been doing that very much anyway. It does, however, prevent Mewtwo King from planking and that guy <laughs> lives on the edge. Um, he does Literally not like and figuratively. He does not like a ledge grab limit because every character he plays, um, whether they're good on the edge or not, is irrelevant. He just likes the edge, so it, yeah. he just goes he to the edge a lot. In the corner. I feel yeah. like Mewtwo King has yeah. been um, 
been a strong like like advocate for a ledge grab limit though only for puff though oh that's right like it he, is only for puff. yeah it's only for puff yeah yeah he doesn't like it because it, it affects his marth and his chic like right like between every stock his chic goes his chic and his marth despite marth not even being that good on the ledge doesn't matter he'll still go for it yeah i mean just... still has disjoint hitboxes like you know exactly yeah so yeah no that's that's interesting and this is like i i wonder what this is going to do for like the competitive melee scene where like smash world tour has like enforced this and now like is it the rest of the community gonna be like okay that's the rule now. The rules. Yep. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, if you want to be part of the Smash World Tour, you have to follow these rules. There's at least 25 high-profile events, and God knows how many silver events that are part of it, and they have to follow these rules. Yeah. Boom. Deal with it. <laughs> the other rule, of course, is no wobbling, but that's less controversial because yeah, and like, not very many people like wobbling to begin with. So yeah, and uh, they're enforcing that as uh, wobbling is considered. Uh, like if you have grabbed with the main ice climber and input three, um, three attacks with the alternate ice climber, then that is considered wobbling. Like they've deemed it at that. So like, uh, if, so if like, if Nana, Oh yeah. Cause that means handoffs don't count. Right. That's actually good. That's hard to describe because like putting that into words is a bitch because you can have a really long, like, a really good string of handoffs back and forth, but because the main Ice Climber is kind of interchanging a lot, and there's, there's like, like, both Ice Climbers are attacking with, with significant hits and then re-grabbing, like, it's not three consecutive attacks like that. Right. So, yeah. That's so, very smart to put into words like that. Yeah, and um, I'm not sure if uh, you have had any experience with, like, um the multi-mod Felipe. Um, but that's, that's literally how it works for one of the melee training mods is like, if an ice climber player grabs you and they input like three F tilts, you automatically break out of a grab. Like, so, huh? So yeah, Sick. <laughs> yeah, no. So I think we're at a point where like, if we do decide to ban wobbling, which it looks like we are, it's, it's going to be very viable to make it happen. Yeah, well, if you want to be part of Smash Bros. Tour, you're banning Wobbling. It's yeah. simple. Yeah, that's facts. But I'm interested to see what happens after the Smash World Tour. If they're, if people are just like, okay, we gotta, if we want another Smash World Tour, we just gotta keep this rule in place for every event afterwards now to prepare for well, the biggest Smash event so that we're ever gonna have. We is, can segue in. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Is is Wobbling banned in both games? So, well, like, you by can't the really have, definition, right? Like, you don't really like, have wobbling in ultimate. Um, sure, there are right. crazy handoffs that you can do, but there isn't an infinite. Yeah, yeah, um, but like, is that does that um does that the way that it's worded ban that particular like interaction in both games, or is it just a specific melee? It's, interaction? it's only in melee. Like, okay, okay, it, like I wasn't sure if it like carried over, like they couldn't do that, or like. Yeah, yeah there's separate okay. there's separate rulings for each game. Yeah, how gotcha. how ice climbers work in melee is different than how they've worked in ultimate or brawl. Any most games, yeah. Gotcha. Um, and I don't know a lot about the ultimate stuff, but I imagine it's like the. I don't think anything controversial. Yeah, like I was gonna say, I think it's like the standard fare of like you know these stages yeah. and. 
people always complain about which stages are neutral and which stages aren't. But like that's that's a dispute that's been going on since the game came out. That's right. It's not, not news. <laughs> that's that's what happens when you have seventy six different stages and you can turn hazards right. on and off. Exactly, and stuff like that. That's 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 the concern, but that's not important. All that's right. The same. That's the same tired argument. Yeah, um, Felipe, you wanted to segue into. Oh yeah, well, um, we were talking about um, tournaments that wanted to keep wobbling and what didn't, how it's going to affect the World Tour. Well, there are tournaments that aren't part of the Smash World Tour. Um, high, Big, high-profile tournaments. So, like, they can just do whatever the fuck they want. Um, and if people still want to participate in the older rule set, like, still there's can. your avenue right there, yeah. yeah. Um, like, the Big House, one of the biggest tournaments last year, is currently not part of the Smash World Tour. Neither is Shine, um, which is also a really, really big super major. Like, these are not part of the Smash World Tour. So, like, go for it, dog. Like, you still have your avenue. So, with that in mind, you mentioned uh, Big House and Shine and stuff like that. Um, this, like, those uh, those events are covered by, like, uh, Beyond the Summit, right? Like Yeah. And, and Beyond the Summit also has their own major main stage, which is also not part of Smash World Tour. Right. Um... And the, the big thing that's interesting about this is the one of the main sponsors for the Smash World Tour is VGBC. Right. They're doing uh, the majority of the uh, streaming coverage for So, like, and where Beyond the Summit did all the coverage for their turn. So, like, there's a little bit of competition between, like, two big, um, st- I don't want to say organizations. Well, I guess they're organizations. They're organizations. But, like, they're- Right. So, like, they have their own venues, they have their own uh, streaming platforms, um, they have their own tournaments for the most part, and now they're kind of sort of have their own circuits, because Beyond the Summit kind of had a pseudo-circuit with the Smash Summit series, right? There's qualifiers for those events. Yep. Um, based on other, based on your rankings in other, in other tournaments. So, like, it kind of sort of had a circuit, or at least they were maybe trying to get one going. Especially since they made their own event main stage, so now it's, oh, they're really jumping into this thing. And now VGBC goes in and does this. And it's like, we got fucking competition, boys. This they, is great. They do <laughs> this, and it's literally bigger than anything like right. that's ever been done for Smash. Well, that's the thing. Prior to this, it was Summit. Like, the, yeah. the next highest prize points uh, for any Melee event were all Summit events. Um, so, like... That that is their competition. Is like what draws the most eyes, what draws the best top players. Before it used to be Beyond the Summit or Smash Summit specifically, right? Right. Um, now it's Smash World Tour. So like, what's what's the Beyond the Summit guys gonna do? This is this is great because it only means they're gonna try and up the ante. Interesting. Yeah. I never thought about it from that point of view. Oh, it's it's this only this, this thing only is good. I, I can't think of a single negative of uh, this entire thing. Yeah. Um. Kind of like looping back a little bit. Um, I like on their main website, they got like a frequently asked questions down at the bottom of the page. And, you know, we talked about Nintendo's like lack of involvement in competitive esports. And one of the questions is, is Nintendo involved with Smash World Tour? And they're very like positive about where they're like, right now it's not affiliated or associated with Nintendo or Nintendo America, though we hope to team up with them in the future. So I hope nintendo looks at this and sees how much traction smash world tour is getting not even for melee like i if if they're never gonna support melee 
whatever. I don't care. But ultimate, but their ultimate, new game. yeah, but ultimate right. is still their new game, and the like. If they do anything for Smash World Tour, I will be ecstatic. Yeah. Ultimate's like less than a year and a half old, right? So like, come on. <laughs> This is what leads into like, where's the money coming from, right? Because, yeah, you know, dude, quarter of a million dollars is a lot of money, and like, and Nintendo is not affiliated with this, so like, where's this coming from? Yeah, um, um so they're they're only their partners are only as far as I know, Twitch and Smash. Yeah, GG. Twitch and Smash GG, and it's backed by VGBC, <laughs> like who's like, which is just like Gimmer. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, and I know Twitch. Go ahead. There's like people that used to be on um, Smash or on uh, VGBC that aren't on it anymore, right? Like that's a whole other thing as well. I don't know the details behind that actually. I'm not saying you're wrong. Seeing something about that of like someone leaving it, and it's just um, the two Lofton brothers. Actually, I think I remember hearing this too. So you might be right about that, but I don't know enough to actually start making like comments right now. Is the mm. thing, but I do remember the same story you're hearing though. But I don't know. I don't know where the money's coming from. I know Twitch is Amazon money, so if they struck a good deal with Twitch, fantastic. That's a right. lot of money there. Yeah. And Smash GG, while isn't tremendously big, um, they have a lot of incentive because every silver tournament that wants to be part of this has Absolutely. to also go through Smash GG so, in order to qualify for this. So like that's, that's part of it. That's actually one thing that like in recent days like literally before we started recording i was just perusing through facebook and like in some melee groups i saw people posting like hey can we discuss like this like whole debacle because there's a lot of the community that just doesn't use smash gg for their events which yeah. is crazy and they're and well it, i'm i'm not going to say smash gg is like the most intuitive platform sure. there is and a lot of like they just don't want to deal with it and I don't know what it looks like on the TO side, if there's any sort of buy-in or anything like that. I imagine there isn't, but like I said, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's just a lot of people that are like, hey, this is not a resource we use, and, like, we're not a huge fan of it. And we want our event to be a part of the Smash World Tour, but, like, we just, like, that's a line we refuse to cross. Like, so I I think it's kind of interesting that they're, like, Smash GG's like just like come on grassroots community fucking use our platform give yeah. us your money I mean I don't know I don't think it's that bad it's not like I good don't, I don't think it's that like... I don't think it's that bad either I do think it is like a just a typical thing of Smash players blowing things out of proportion but I, I, I do think it is interesting that like they're like yeah you have to use this you have to go through Smash GG in order to get your tournament like supported in any way shape or form i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing um if they're the ones that are implementing the the tournament they get to like choose the terms and conditions right Right. and like realistically like there may be better options but like the like the difference isn't like it's not like it's so dramatically better that i can't use smash ug like it's just that shit it's not Mm -hmm. that guys relax yeah like you can just you can still make this work it's not a problem it's just not as good as other options. Yeah, so I don't know. I do, I do think that's interesting, and I kind of want to keep my eyes on that whole oh, development. I forgot. There's gonna be since there's the shop that they're gonna be part of the compendium, which is gonna most likely go through Smash EG. They'll be making money off. It's like double reason for Smash EG to be part yeah. of this. 
They they probably invested a good bit of that hundred. I was gonna I was gonna say like Smash GG like while they're like not necessarily huge, they are kind of like getting there, and I know they definitely have like a lot of financial backing. So I'm. Well, I don't know if they still. I don't know if they turned a profit yet. Like it's. I think it's still in startup mode, isn't it? It's still in startup mode, but like they're definitely trending way upwards, and they probably got a lot of flex money. I mean, they're they're definitely in a like a heavy growth, um, because I remember not that long ago where it was pretty much just like Smash games. Like I would say, like four or five years ago, it was just Smash Brothers, yeah. and then like other FGC games started showing up, and then like Rocket League and like Magic the Gathering and Hearthstone, and like yeah. all of a sudden all kinds of games around there. Yeah, um, they definitely grew a lot, but it like it's in a short amount of time. I want to say like four or five years. I I agree, but there's a lot of like startup companies that have done a lot of growth and have made a lot of money and have money to throw around that have only been doing things for four or five years. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think they have the most to gain off of investing. No, in definitely. Sma- uh, Smash World Tour. Let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah, I feel like and you I and I are. They, they, I, I think they probably put up the most amount of money in this $250,000. Right. I was going to say, like, I think you and I are saying the same thing. We're just speaking different languages. <laughs> um, I just think it's crazy that all this money happened without Nintendo. Yeah, no, that's insane. That's the craziest part of it all. Nintendo's nothing to do with this. This is fucking nuts. Yeah. Nintendo's going to roll up. Like, Bowser uh, is going to come up and he's going to peel off his face and it's going to be Reggie. And we're going to be like, oh shit, Reggie didn't leave. And he's going to be like, hello, Smash community. It's me, Reggie. And I'm here to introduce Smash Brothers Ultimate 2. <laughs> like, oh, God. Well, if anything, it would be Bill. Because Bill Trinan actually entered a Smash tournament once. That's uh, like a major. Wild. And he played Yoshi on stream. He didn't do very well. Yeah. But I love that he fucking did it. Right. So, like, Bill has all the respects ever. I can, I can, he can, he, I, I, I give him every single possible respect I have. Fuck, man. Not many, not many corporate people would do that. Uh, oh, yeah, so, uh, we, I kind of glossed over this fact, so, um, you got your platinum, gold, silver events, uh, your, your points get totaled up, and then, uh, the people, the people that have, like, the most points, the top 31, they all, you know, get flied out to wherever the venue is going to end up being at. Um, they all get like hotel and stuff like that. And now top 31, that's odd number, but that's because there's also a, a last chance qualifier for, for this circuit as well. So I'm, I'm probably going to, like I, I've told you guys, I'm going to go to that tournament. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the LCQ and I'm going to, I'm going to win it. I'm going to spike that LCQ. I'm going to go, and I'm going to enjoy myself and have a good time and watch some good-ass fucking Smash Brothers. And That's going to be awesome, yeah. Yeah. D'Angelo's going to pick up Melee. I'm, I'm going to teach him Melee. We're going... Yeah, we're... That's the really big thing. Like, we're going to play some, some Smash, and we're going to try to get there. Yeah, so... I'm completely content just watching really good-ass fucking Smash at the fucking first-ever Smash World Tour. Yes. I'm probably going to play either Marth or Fox. Yes. You're, you're not going to play Fox. You're going to play Marth. 
I might play Fox. I want to, I've always wanted to play Fox. People don't start my, playing Fox. I People, could live my dreams. We, If you want to play Fox, I'll set you up with some of the players in the area, and we'll get you taught on Fox. We'll, we'll get yeah. you up to speed. Um, but no, like, so one thing that I think I want to do is I'm going to teach D'Angelo how to fucking play Melee, where I'm going to start going to local events with him. And I'm going to track, like, his growth and progress, and I'm going to write an article about it, and we'll do a podcast episode on D'Angelo's dive into competitive Melee. Fucking sick. Like, I think that would, I think that'd be really fucking cool, because D'Angelo's got, like, all this fighting game experience, and... Well, his experience in Grand Blue um, Fantasy Versus is going to be is going to translate over because of all the similarities. Yeah, in melee. like the Grand yep. Blue Fantasy is just two D fighter melee. <laughs> you got you got rolls, man. You got like directional inputs. You got um, L canceling. You got L canceling. Like it's a, you got it. You're halfway there. Yeah, and I I think we'll round it out with like how D'Angelo and I do at the LCQ. Mm-hmm. And Felipe, you're playing in the LCQ too, right? Yeah, I'm not going to fly over there just to not play. <laughs> like, I don't expect it to do well, but I'm going to fucking play. Where do you think it's going to be? I don't know yet. Uh, I I would love it if it's in Vegas, but it probably won't be. I'm, I'm I, picturing I think it's going to be on the East Coast. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm picturing it's going to be somewhere on the East Coast. Uh, yeah, I would love that because I'm going to be real with you. I'm sick of flying out to the desert, man. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, I'm over it. You know what? I, Evo, Evo's great and all. You know, it's the the pinnacle of fighting game tournaments. But goddamn, it's out in the fucking desert. I'm tired. I've been there like 26 times. It's hot. There's locusts. Well, it's gonna be in like the end of the year, so it'll actually be cold as fuck there. Oh man. But it'll probably be in the East Coast because VGBC is located in the East Coast. And I know I know the guys that do Super some way. I don't know exactly how, but they are. And they're also in the East Coast. So, like, it's probably going to be somewhere in the East Coast. Yeah. Actually, they're both from Virginia, aren't they? Yes. I wonder if it's going to be in Virginia. The DMV area would be cool if it was. But I'm sure they'd be willing to travel for it. Yeah, like, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. Like, they're obviously not going to shoehorn the whole everyone in the smash community into you know maryland virginia just because that's where they're located they're probably gonna they got they're they're putting two hundred and fifty thousand dollars into the prize payout god they have to have an arena for this right exactly like so i'm definitely thinking something big we Um, had an arena for like two or three different ceos we can find those two all right uh so i'm looking at the schedule right now um Felipe, any events mm-hmm. on the schedule right now, or do you think you're going to them? And which ones do you think you're going to? Um, Well, I was thinking about going to CEO, but not anymore. Because um, no melee? Well, mostly because... I'm not like, going because there's no melee. Yeah, because there's no <laughs> melee, yeah. Um, that broke my like heart, another, dude. I would like to go to another Super Smash Con, because that was really fucking awesome. But... You don't it's too early for me to make. It's too early for me to make that call right now. Yeah. Um, Super Smash Con was really fucking great, though. That's I de- awesome. I definitely want to go to one, but probably not this one. Uh, Devil Down is 
Double Down is in Vegas, and I didn't mention Vegas. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. Thinking about I don't know. Like, I don't have any guarantees. Yeah. Like, the closest one right now is still going to be, like, Super Smash Con. Yeah. I know, for me... Uh, There's also six events that are to be announced, so, like... Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Granted, only one of them are in the U.S. So, I know, for me, uh, Apex 2020 is definitely one I'm probably going to go to. Nice. And uh, We haven't had Apex in a couple of years. Yeah, I know. That's kind of why I want to go to it. Um, and then, depending on if I can get my... Um, like enhanced license in time, I'll uh, I'll probably see if I can go to get on my level. Sick. Mm, nice. Gommel's always awesome. But that's that's in like three months, something like that. It's in May. Yeah. May fifteenth. So yeah, I mean you got time, but like yeah, I got time. Like I just I just need to get off my ass and go to the DMV. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. And like, I haven't been to Toronto in a while, so Toronto's definitely an awesome city. Yeah. I believe it. Dude, I'm so excited for this. And oh, by the way, the the actual fucking finals is going to be on my goddamn birthday. All the more reason to go to that. Are That's you? Oh my god, that That's is on December line. 20th, yeah. <laughs> That's actually incredible. The trick is, I have to figure out a way to get off of work. Just say it's for also your birthday. In, that's that's yeah. peak season though. It's actually rough. It's actually really oh, hard. Oh fuck, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Well, is is it gonna be like, even easier? though I'm not selling anymore? I was gonna say it's gonna be easier or harder because of your new position. Well, that's the thing. I'm not selling anymore, so I'm hoping it's gonna be easier. But like, I think I'm gonna get off. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna. I'm gonna find out. Fuck. Um. Honestly, dude, just request it off now. It's usually not that simple, but I probably will do it anyway. To- yeah, just just be like, hey, I'm taking some time off in December at the end of the uh, the end of the month, and it'll be like, what? Like, I'll probably print out this event page, um, and just to like, give them an idea of like what's going on. Yeah, like really emphasize the first time this is ever happening, and wouldn't you know, the finals are on my god. Yeah, I, I listen. I uh, I'm going. All, uh, I, all I want like, for my birthday blackout is blackout dates. This. Be damned. Like if you say I can't go, it just means you guys are going to be understaffed. That's all right. that's going to mean. All right. Look, man, I've already bought the plane tickets. It says they don't know where it is. I've already bought the plane tickets. <laughs> so, I might have to do that. But I, it's I like it's it's too perfect. I yeah. got to go to the first finals ever. It's gonna be on my phone. Yeah. No. Like, as as like a Smash player, I've missed a lot of like big moments in like Smash history, and I don't want this to be one that I miss. Right. Yeah. I exactly. Even if it wasn't, let's say this was on the fucking 19th, going. Yeah. Gonna find a way. Man, this shit is awesome. All right, what else we got to say on this? I'm super Uh... excited for a tour... I, I just love the idea of it because it, it really does bring out the best in people. Yeah. Especially when it's literally the, the whole world. Like, events across yeah. the whole world. Um, there's 13 events overseas. 12 of them are in the U.S. This is not including Silver, of course. This is just the main 25. Yeah, the fact mm-hmm. that like they, they're already like, oh yeah, there's 
we have more events overseas than in the continental United States right now. <laughs> like, pretty fucking good. Some regions are under um, underrepresented. So, like, there's nothing in Latin America, uh, for example. Yeah. Um, despite being a lot of really good players there. Yeah. Um, and even within Europe, like, two of them are in France and one of them are in the UK. Yet two of the best players in the world are from Sweden and there's nothing represented in Sweden. Amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. So like I mean there there's there's definitely like sections that are underrepresented, but like this is like the biggest leap forward in the right direction we've ever had. So like this is fine. It's the first year, guys. <laughs> It'll be better next year. All we'll, right. We'll figure it out as we as we move right. forward. Man, can't wait for coronavirus to, to fuck Jesus. up this event too. Oh, fuck. Don't be saying things like that, man. <laughs> I see. I have to say it because if I don't acknowledge it, then I feel like it's gonna like sneak up behind me and get me, and I'm gonna be like, "Shit! I wasted all this money and traveled to all these events and had all this good time, and now the coronavirus stopped it from happening." Well, that's the thing. I was gonna I was gonna do up a whole episode on the coronavirus and how it's affecting esports in general. That was what this episode was gonna be like. And then two days after, I told you guys that. They announced this, yeah. and I said, fuck everything I just said about coronavirus. I know. It was, this is a new episode. It was incredible. <laughs> the irony, of course, is it might still be the it, same yeah, episode. Yeah. It's destabilizing all the esports economy. <laughs> well, it is, though. So many events are being canceled. Yeah, it's, um, actually, it's actually nuts, yeah. Oh, I, oh, God, if it cancels any one of these events, I'll be so pissed. Yeah. Like I, Jabali is actually like like super concerned about CEO Dreamland, which is coming up in two weeks. Yeah, like, like literally on my birthday. <laughs> like the dude is actually like talking to a lot of people, health people. Like what are we like we're gonna have like hundreds of people in one place right now. Like Smash players, fighting game players in general aren't exactly known to be the most hygienic sometimes. So this could be another issue. Oh, no. Like, is this gonna be a problem? J- Jabali's freaking the fuck out. Yeah, um, dude, he's like he's <laughs> Jabali's gonna be at CEO at Dreamland monitoring the bathroom. He'd be like, "Hey, you wash your hands? Go back right. in there and wash your hands." Isn't be a designated person by each bathroom? Like, you fucking wash those hands. Wash those hands. <laughs> I saw you sneezing to him. And you're passing out hand sanitizer everywhere, like in the main convention floor. Just like, listen, I'm actually hand sanitizer every, stations at every exit. Every right? super ready for every tour this this season to be sponsored by Purell, right? <laughs> oh like, my god! If, if there's not a Purell sponsorship this season, you guys are messing up. Can we can we talk to these the people at Smash World Tour? Can I get Gimmer on the phone and be like, yeah, hey Gimmer, I know you're you're behind some of this, but. Can you get into talks with Purell and, you know, get that sponsorship? That's mm-hmm. next level. That would be so good. Oh, my fucking God. Can someone they tweet don't even have to contribute to the prize. All I have to do is just provide hand sanitizer at yeah. every event. Can you imagine, like, grand finals <laughs> of, like, whatever X, X Platinum event, the people, like, walk up on stage and they sit in their chairs side by side and in between them, is a Purell hand sanitizer dispenser, like just a Amazing. standing one. Which they then use before handshaking each other before the tournament, or before the match, and then again after yeah. the match, they have to really quickly hand sanitize, and boom, fist bump. Yeah. All right, cool, we got it. <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh, my fucking God. Gimmer's got to make it happen. Purell, if you're listening, sponsor Smash World Tour. Gimmer, if you're listening, call Purell. 
I can I'm gonna go- message Calvin tonight. I'm, I can Google their number for you. <laughs> that's as good a time as any to end this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I that's that's the this is the best ending for this episode. All <laughs> right, thank you guys for tuning in. Cuteupesports.com. We got more podcast episodes there. We talked about uh, you know we referenced. Back episode five, we talked about event payouts there. You know, maybe maybe this is going to be the largest Smash event on esports earning. I know it is. It's, what else could beat beat it this year? It's this event. That's there's nothing that's going to beat it. Nothing in his in his entire year. Isn't is it? Sorry, in in his entire years of competing, uh, Hungrybox hasn't made more than what. Um, what this event is paying out? Yeah, what this event is paying out for first, I think. I ha- I I may be wrong on that. I need to look that up. No, because but... first first is 125k. First is like 40k. Yeah, because it's 125 between all like top 30. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I think he's made something like 60 something k. So, yeah, it would be it would be amazing if uh, if it was just like 250 just for each. And yeah, but okay, never mind. The stat that I was gonna give you is completely false. wrong. Yeah, compl- just like edit this out. <laughs> I'm not. Oh I, god, they're I don't gonna hear me scream to edit it out too. I don't. I don't do a lot of editing. I just take out a lot of our ums and I leave a lot of them in. I'm not a good um, editor. I need um, to hire an editor. Um. Stop. You're making my job harder. <laughs> All right, QWSports.com. More podcast episodes, uh, articles, maybe. I don't know. Bar. Questionable. Uh, bars. Uh, you follow me, uh, twitch.tv slash monkhb. Uh, follow me at, at freddyzero on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at deanthrax. That's with one X. Yes. One X on the Twitter, three X on the Twitch. Ooh, I like that. It's like a, it's like one of those jugs with poison in it from the 50s that they said. That was called Moonshine. Well, that, yeah, the moonshine was in. Yeah, a moonshine oh, jug. Oh, God. All right. Three X's like a we're, moonshine jug. We're going off the rails. Thank you for tuning in. I'll catch you later. Peace. Bye.